recorded live. Welcome to Jackson, Mississippi, and H.T. Newell Field here for tonight's matchup between the two and six Mara Mustangs and the six and one Warren Central Vikings. Good after, good evening. I'm Charles Bishop here with Coach Eddie Payton, and welcome to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics, serving the community through faith and athletics. And of course, Coach, tonight we take a look at a proverbial uh, David versus Goliath, if you will. Uh, Murrah taking on a tough, tough season, Warren Central Viking football team. I tell you, you hit it right on the head with Goliath being uh, Warren Central. They they suffered their first loss last week against the good Madison Central team on the road, and you got to figure they have something to prove. And unfortunately, Murrah has shown a propensity this year for not scoring points against tough teams. Yeah, Murrah comes in tonight, unfortunately, with a five-game losing streak. Uh, victories over uh, Lanier and Jim Hill here in Jackson Public Schools. Uh, their next four games, they're, they're going up against a quote-unquote murderer's row in terms of taking on Warren Central tonight. Then they go to Starkville. Uh, Callaway, of course, will bring it here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, and then they finish up with Northwest Rankin. Coach, when you have games like this, uh, how does how does David use his slingshot well, I think David needs a gun tonight <laughs> to make this a fair fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Merle has great athletes. Uh, the reason they've lost five in a row, I do not know, with the exception of their starting quarterback was injured, and I notice he's not dressed tonight. So right. that may be one guy that you can't afford to lose and be successful. Yeah, and we will uh, try to see who the quarterback will be, uh, who who the starter will be for Murrah tonight, as it looks as though Stephen Mitchell is is down for tonight's game. But we took take a look at the Warren Central Vikings. Uh, they come in, of course, six and one, two and one at district play. They're coming off a tough loss last week to Madison Central. But you take a look at the ledger, Coach, victories over Oak Grove, at Pearl, at Vicksburg, and, of course, that Northwest ranking team. Uh, Warren Central seems to have quite a few weapons tonight, and we'll, we'll get a chance to watch them. I tell you, Warren Central is ranked in the top four of the, uh, the state early in the year until last weekend, and I still think they're ranked in the top five or six. They are an extremely talented high school football team that played extremely well up until last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was just Madison Central's week. They were at home. Uh, it was homecoming of senior night, and they played to to their fans, and they were able to defeat a very good Warren Central football team. When we take a look at this Warren Central football team, of course, a player who was featured in today's clearing ledger is the quarterback, Jesse Wilson. He comes into tonight's matchup, uh, 50 of 100, 736 yards through the air, 10 touchdowns, but he also can hurt you with his legs. He has six touchdowns running. I tell you, I read that article about Jesse, and it almost moved me to tears because when you read about his background, it just shows you that it, if you want to do the right thing yes. and you're willing to commit yourself, there are people out there on both sides of the fence who are willing to stand up and give you an opportunity, and that's what the coach here, their high school coach, has done. They've basically adopted him. And, and, and just in case you didn't know that their coach is white and Wilson is black and he lives with them, he, they've turned his life around, and he's a great football player, and I can only wish him the best. Very heartwarming story that was covered in the Clary Ledger here in Jackson, Mississippi. When you take a look at the, the toughness, a perennial tough team with, uh, with Warren Central, uh, their rushing game, Javante Shorter, he's rushed for 720 yards and nine touchdowns on the season. Well, Levante is, is their bread and butter guy. I mean, you look up 
and look the wrong way, and he's by you headed to the end zone, and they kind of depend on him. They give him the ball, and they run a mid-option, read option, and when you key on shorter, that's when Wilson takes off. So yep. they got a two-headed monster you have to deal with, and you, you can't be right all the time. And if you're wrong, it usually turns into a touchdown for Warren Central. Very much so. Defensively, taking a look at Warren Central, uh, Cameron Ellis is a name we'll say a lot tonight. He comes into the nice matchup uh, averaging eight tackles per game, Coach. I tell you, he he only averages eight per game, but he's one of the better defenders in the state. I think he has several offers from Division One schools already, and uh, he kind of wreaks habit. He makes everything easier for the rest of his teammates because you have to account for him. Definitely. As we uh, wind up our pregame here tonight, senior night here for the Mora Mustangs as they're finishing up their senior night uh, festivities. And when we come back, we'll be ready for kickoff here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Newell Field for tonight's matchup here with Murr and Warren Central as we are ready to get underway. And there's the kickoff. It will tumble end over end. It will rest about the 20 where it's picked up and brought across the 30, 35, 40, just across the 40. Nice run that time by Warren Central. That was number eight, Terrell Roby, on the kickoff return for the Vikings. They get set to go on offense here as we're just underway here from Newell Field. I tell you, that was kind of a short kick fielded by one of the up guys, and he got it almost to the 40-yard line. I don't know if that was the plan. If it was, it worked. If it didn't, it was a great tackle on nice. the sideline. <laughs> nice tackle on the sideline as Jesse Wilson gets ready to go on the tack. Read option, look, play action, fake. He has pressure. He'll find a man. Nice catch. Nice pickup of about nine that time as it looks like it was a, a bit of a broken play, but a nice play by the tight end that time for Warren Central. That was number 81, Colin Standish on the catch. That was a great catch. It looked like he came out. He was a safety valve. Uh, the quarterback was able to evade the rush, found him in the open, and a nice eight-yard game. Nice play that time. It brings up a second and one here for Warren Central as they go trips left. Wilson shotgun look, screen pass, finds a man out in the flat. He makes a move, gets across, gets up to about midfield. It'll be a first down for the Vikings. It was a great throw. You know, Wilson is listed at about 5'10", 5'9". I think they're being overly generous because those, all of those snaps he's having to reach up for, that would hit me and you in the chest. Yes, indeed. <laughs> nice catch that time by DeMarcus Jones. First and 10 for the Vikings as they look to the sideline to get the play as they move up tempo. We're just underway here from Newell Field. Two split out left, two split out white. Wilson, shotgun, looks, has a man. Nice catch that time. First down for the Vikings, about a 12-yard pickup that time. That was Sean Terrence Walton, who leads the Vikings in reception on the catch. Well, you can tell why Walton leads this team in reception. The pass was slightly behind him. He pivoted, made a great catch. Move the chain. Move the chain. It brings up another first down. Spot the ball on the Mustang 38-yard line as the Vikings move into Mustang territory. They will go with an empty backfield as Wilson looks to the sideline, gets the play, and he'll call the play at the line of scrimmage. Vikings going up tempo here. There's a play action thing. No, we have a stoppage of play as there is a flag on the field. We'll get the call here. Hopefully we get we will get an official roster and get those referees' name down there. It looks like that was a offside. I think he wanted to say legal procedure. Well, uh, I, I think he put both hands on his hips. Yeah. He either is having trouble with his personality or gave us the wrong signal. I think he might have given us the wrong signal on that as, as the referee signaled offside on the offense, but of course we know <laughs> that's not a call. So it brings up a first and 15 here for the Vikings as they go. As they go, uh, they'll move the ball back to the 44-yard line here uh, for Warren Central. Wilson on the attack. He'll get it out. And incomplete pass at time as Wilson was looking for number five to Marcus Jones in and out of the hands of Jones. Yeah, Jones was opening five yards square out uh, from the sprinkle position. He just didn't put both hands on it. It hit the ground. You can tell what they're sitting up here. If you watch it, they're running at dead sweep. Murrow at this point is not 
rotating their defensive back. So they're going to be outnumbered in a few minutes. Mm. And I look for somewhere in the real new fishes for them to give it to the wing back coming around on the jet sweep. Coach Eddie Payton calling out the plays here for the Vikings. <laughs> As they go with trips right, one up top to the left. Wilson, keeper, goes around left end, makes a move, and gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Nice move that time by Jesse Wilson as he picks up six for the Vikings. It'll bring up a third down here for the Vikings as they move a little deeper into Murrah territory, spot the ball at the 37-yard line of Murrah. Well, you can see why these people are excited about Wilson because they had him dead to right on the naked boot, and he made the guy miss, got it blocked, and got it back to the original line of scrimmage for a positive game. Vikings on the attack here, snap back. Middle screen, looking at Murrah, sniffs that out, as that was a middle screen that time to number eight, Terrell Roby, but number 44, Marquise Jackson, all on top of it for the Mustangs, brings up a fourth and looks like punting here for the Vikings. Nice defensive stop for the Mustangs. Great defensive stop. They read the play, reacted, and made a good one-on-one tackle in space. Walt Hobson on to punt for the Vikings. That Hobson name sounds a bit familiar as he will be standing at about his 50, pooch punt, trying to pin it deep, Warren Central, trying to get around the ball, and do they stop it? No, it will go into the end zone, and Murrah will get ready to go on the attack here for their first offensive possession. While we have a quick stoppage in play, we'd like to thank, of course, our sponsor for tonight's Matchup, the Trophy Shop, located at 2460 Cherry Road, Suite 2200, Jackson, Mississippi, 39204. And tonight's game is proudly sponsored by Jesse Bishop of Bishop Properties. Those are our Jackson sponsors. Bishop is, a, is, a, is kind of a well-known name in Jackson. Somewhat, uh, somewhat. That's all they tell me. <laughs> As the Mustangs get ready to go on the attack. And we'll get that quarterback's number here in a second. As there's a quick screen out to number 13, he'll take it across the 20-yard line for about a five-yard pickup. That was Jaden Blackman on the – I'll check that. Jamal Davis on the catch for the Mustangs. Brings up second and five. Nice, quick quick uh, play that time for the Mustangs. We're looking at, at mirror offensive because that's your, your flank of screen. And it's the same as a handoff. The only difference you throw it out there and let him make a one-on-one move and hope he can go to different. Mustangs go up-tempo. as They have two split to the left, two split to the right. And there's a stoppage in play, as that will be a false start on the Mustangs. So that will stunt the momentum very quickly as the Mustangs pick up a quick uh, penalty that will push the ball back to the 20-yard line, brings up a second and 10. Yeah, we had said earlier that in order for Murrah to be successful against a team that's as potent as Warren Central, they're going to have to keep their mistakes down to a minimum, and you can't go from first, second and five to second and ten after making a great play on first down. Great point, Coach. As the Mustangs come to the line of scrimmage, one flanked in the backfield with the quarterback, quick pitch goes out to number 22 that time. That's Jordan Cornelius on the run. He'll pick up four. It brings up third down as he gets to about the 24-yard line. Mustangs deep in their own territory, third, and we'll call it six. We'll call it seven here for the Mustangs. 
Well, you know, you look at the running backs for Murrow, and you realize they've got great averages. One is averaging 8.5 per carry, and one is averaging 7.4 per carry, but they're only carrying the ball eight, nine times a game. So maybe we'll see more running tonight and mix it in here. Jaden Blackman in the backfield with your quarterback is Quante Evans. And there's another stoppage as there looks to be a timeout on the field. Murrow calls a timeout. And while we have a quick timeout, we'd like to thank our Texas sponsors, Lone Star College. Lone Star College, Tumble offers your higher education opportunities for everyone. Transfer classes will save you money as you work towards your bachelor's degree or offer workforce training in a variety of exciting fields. Check out your options at LoneStar.edu Tumble and LSC Tumble. It's about you. We'd also like to thank Larry's Automotive at 305 FM 1488, Waller, Texas, 77484. Larry's Automotive is a full-service auto shop with fast service and reasonable prices. For 24-hour towing, call 936-931-5566 as we get ready to get back to live action. Ball spotted on the 24-yard line, third and Sixth officially here for the Mustangs, just underway. First possession for the Mustangs, 646 here in the first quarter. They will go trips right. Quick pitch out to Jaden Blackman. Blackman looks for room around the right end, and he will be brought down. There is a flag on the play. Well, it looked like we got a crack back on the edge. It was a toss. Uh, the wide receiver came back in from the outside on a guy that was inside the tackle area, and he's going to be either a clip or blocking below the waist on Murrow. We'll get the call. It is against Murrah. It looks like the referees will stay holding, and it will be declined as it brings up fourth and punting here for the Mustangs. Ball will be spotted on the 25-yard line. Back deep for the Vikings is Sean Terrence Walton, number 17 for the Vikings. And number four, that is Jayton, I'm sorry, Walt Hobson. Snap back a little high, but he gets it off, and it is a high punt, fair catch call, as Hobson will bring it in at about the 47-yard line, and the Vikings get ready to go on the attack here on offense. The coach thus far, Morrow, they go three and out. Warren Central was able to move the ball a little bit, but they eventually turned it over a little bit of a defensive seesaw here. I tell you, Morrow ran the ball six plays down here and punted it, uh, Warren Central gained six yards on the on the exchange because that punt only traveled 17 yards. Yes, it did. Not a great punt as Warren Central will start in Murrah territory. Wilson goes on the tack. He finds Walton out left, makes a spin move, gets across the 35, and he'll be pushed out at about the 30-yard line first down. Warren Central, Jesse Wilson to Sean Terrence Walton. Nice pitch and catch. I tell you, this Walton kid is, is a handful uh, he has 28 receptions already for close to 500 yards, and you can see why after a catch and a move like that. Warren Central goes up-tempo, trips right, handoff, goes to, looks like that's number seven, finds room across the 20, 15, 10, five, touchdown, Warren Central, but there is a flag on the play. There is a flag on the play, as that was Javante Shorter with a nice run. It looks like they're going to call a personal foul on Murrow after the play for a late hit on the quarterback, but after a run like that, it, the hit don't hurt quite as much. Yes, yes, indeed. As 
scored that one a touchdown for Javante Shorter. That will add to his nine touchdowns, make it 10 on the season as the Vikings go up 6 nothing. As they come on now for the point after touchdown, it is number 28. Alexander Shaw with the kick is up, and it is good. Check that. That is number 39. It was no good. I'm sorry. And hit the upright, and it, your score was 554 here in the first quarter. Warren Central on top, 6 to nothing. And hopefully we'll get a number that was number 39 for Warren Central, their kicker. I tell you, that was a great run by Joe Vante. Uh, who's listed at about 5'11 and close to 180. Uh, he has over 700 yards rushing, and as you said, he goes from nine touchdowns coming in to ten touchdowns for the season. Javante Shorter with a nice touchdown run for the Warren Central Vikings. They get on top early, and now we take a look at the personal foul that was assessed. They will be kicking off from the Mara 45-yard line uh, over under on this one going into the end zone, coach. Well, <laughs> you know, I would actually want them to have the ball. I would not be surprised if he pin them deep. Yeah, kicks it high and see if they can catch it. Yeah, as they will be kicking off from the Murrah 45 yard line, personal foul. And there's the kick, and he will kick it deep, and it goes through the end zone. Warren Central up 6 nothing, 5.54 here in the first quarter play. Mar getting ready to go back on the tack. While we have this quick stoppage in play, we'd like to thank attorney Lee Van Richardson, 1047 Austin Street, Hempstead, Texas. He can be contacted at 979-826-8006. We'd also like to thank Gunderson's Bookkeeping. They are located at 40644 Business Highway 290, Waller, Texas, 77484. Gunderson's Bookkeeping. They can be contacted at 936-372-2661. As we get ready to get back to live action here, here from H.T. Newfield in Jackson, Mississippi, for tonight's matchup with the Mustangs and the Vikings. Warren Central on top, 6-0. Mara going on the attack here. Handoff ball is fumbled. It'll be picked up, but Mara will lose... Yards on the play at that time, that was fumbled by Jordan Cornelius as he was not able to get the handoff. That was an, an unusual design play. Quarterback was rolling left. The running back was stutter-stepping and trying to go back to the right, and the ball just hit the ground in between them. Wow. Brings up a second and 12 here for the Mustangs. as Their ball will be spotted on the 18-yard line. That could have been disastrous. Yes, that could have been very disastrous. As that is, Quante Evans is your quarterback for the Mustang. They send a man in motion, jet sweep look. And he'll try to get around the 20, might pick up one or two, as that was Jamal Davis with a four-yard pickup officially. Gets him across the 20 to about the 21-yard line, and it will bring up third down here for the Mustang. Well, he got the uh, two yards back that he lost with an addition or two and to put him in a run-pass situation on third down. Third down here for the Mustangs deep in their own territory. Coach, what do you call? Uh, my best play to my best player. There you go. <laughs> Quante Evans is your quarterback for the Mustangs. Trips right, one 
down low here, and there's a little screen to Jordan Cornelius. Cornelius tries to get across the 25. He'll be stacked up. It'll bring up a fourth down as that was maybe a one, maybe two-yard pickup, fourth and five here for the Mustangs, and they will be punting again. I tell you, it was a good call, a bad execution in that the running back was too close to the, his blockers to read where the hole was. When he caught it, he was dodging his guy. I think when they go back and make the adjustment on the sideline, if they run that again, get a little distance, it would have gone for first and ten. As Malik Reed is on to punt for the Mustangs, what sets up a good screen pass? I would say a good running back such as myself back in the day. <laughs> as Warren Central, they rush it, and Murr gets it off. It will bounce at about their own 45, and it will come to rest at the 47-yard line of Murr as Warren Central gets ready to go back on the attack. Warren Central up 6 nothing in this contest early here, as this is a district matchup between the Mustangs and the Vikings. Murr. Currently with a five-game losing streak, one Central coming off a tough loss last week to Madison Central. I tell you, it was a great game. Both teams up to Madison Central. Both teams played heads-up football, and, you know, it went down to the fourth quarter. Madison Central got a couple of breaks and came out victorious. Read option look here for the Vikings as they go on the tack. Handoff goes that time. Looks like that was a fumble on the play, and Moore recovers it. Let's see if they say he was down, and they're coming in, and they are going to say he was down, as that was Javante Shorter who lost the football. And Coach Zach Grady is not happy about that. There is a meeting here with with the officials to see whether there is a fumble or not. And they will say his knee was actually down, as it was about a five-yard pickup, maybe a four-yard pickup that time for Warren Central. Well, they're still trying to explain it to both sides. Uh, it appeared that his knee was down, and he was on his back when the ball came out. As the referee is explaining it to Warren Central's head coach now, and it looks like it will be second and seven, spot the ball at the Mora 43-yard line. As they're still meeting now to see where was the where did his knee actually go down. Now it looks like they're bringing the ball back to the line of scrimmage. Let's see what's well. There's, there there seems to be a little confusion on on both sides, and they're, they're explaining what happened to both coaches. And if they go back to the original line of scrimmage, then you had no play. No, no play. Maybe there was no play. So, and it looks like down marker uh, continues to say first down. So. The ball will be spotted on the, the Murrah 47-yard line as maybe whistles blew and nobody heard. So we'll get back to live action here. First and 10 for Warren Central as Jesse Wilson with Sean, uh, that will be number seven, Javante Shorter in the backfield. And there's movement on the line, flags fly, and that will push the Vikings back five yards. That's going to cost them five. The left tackle tried to get a little bit. He had a snap count, and when he moved, three other guys almost moved. Sort of a domino effect that time for the Vikings. So that will push the ball back into Vikings territory. It'll spot the ball at the 49-yard line. Brings up a first and 15, 342 and counting here in the first quarter. Warren Central up 6 nothing on top of the Murrah Mustang. Hey, both of these teams are real big across the offensive front. 
especially for high school. Yes, indeed. Wilson, read option, look, gives the shorter. Shorter finds room, gets across midfield, and he'll get back to the original line of scrimmage. Five-yard pickup brings up a second and ten for the Vikings. Javante Shorter, he's quick in the hole. He's quick, and he has great acceleration on the touchdown. He made a couple of real good open field moves. Then he just ran off and left everybody. Javante Shorter, the leading rusher for the Warren Central Vikings, as they go up tempo, two split to the top, two split near side, movement along the line. No flags, or, yeah, there was a flag on the on the field as there is an offsides against the Mustangs, and they're giving them free yardage here. Uh, push it up to second and five now as they move the ball further into Mustang territory. Spot the ball on the Mora 42-yard line. Yeah, again, the defense's uh, tackle tried to get a head start, stepped into the neutral zone. That's always going to cost you five before the ball is snapped. Wilson, handoff to Shorter. Shorter finds room across the 30. He'll be wrapped up deep in the Murrah territory. First down, spot the ball at the Murrah 26-yard line. Javante Shorter with a nice hard run for the bike. tell you, he has great vision. He made a couple of moves in the open field and left a couple of guys wondering which way he went. <laughs> Javante Shorter putting on an early show here for the Vikings. Wilson, up-tempo, snap back, looks, has a man, far side, Nice catch that time made by Terrell Roby as that brings up a second and six here. Nice pitch and catch from Jesse Wilson to Terrell Roby. I tell you, this is our third time watching three different teams, and this kid, Wilson, the quarterback, he's pretty good. Yes. Jesse Wilson, up-tempo again. Read option look, fakes to shorter. He'll keep it. Wilson around the 25, stays on his feet, and he'll be pushed out at about the 21-yard line, maybe a pickup of one that time for Jesse Wilson. Nice defensive uh, play that time by the Murrah Mustangs rallying to the football. Great defensive play. They had nine of the 11 guys around the ball at the 21-yard line and held them for a gain of one. That's a nice play by the Murrah defense to hold Jesse Wilson, the electric Jesse Wilson, as he has nine 736 yards passing and six touchdowns rushing this season. As we get back to live action, handoff to Shorter. Shorter finds room around the 15, 10, 5, and he'll be tackled at about the three-yard line. First down, Warren Central. I tell you, again, strength fella hits in, follows his rock, and showed a whole lot of patience. When it opened up, he just turned the jets on, and I'm surprised they were able to pull him down at the one. Yes, indeed. And we'll spot the ball at the one-yard line. Warren Central goes on the attack. And it'll be Wilson on the keeper. Touchdown, Warren Central. And with 135 here in the first quarter of play, Warren Central adds to their 6 nothing lead. Jesse Wilson with the read option look. Touchdown. I tell you, he fooled me with that. I could have sworn from here that he left it in the fullback belly, and so did the 11 guys playing for Murrow. They all attacked the fullback, and he walked in on the left side. Jesse Wilson adds to his rushing touchdown total. They're giving him seven on the season now as the Vikings try for the extra point after touchdown here. Snap is back. Hold is down. Kick is up, and the kick is good. And we have a late flag here. We'll see what the late flag is, but the score 
here with 135 here in the first quarter of play is Warren Central 13, Mora yet to get on the field. And Things seem to be getting a little chippy out there, especially on the Murrow side. Mm-hmm. They have a dead ball personal foul, which means they're going to be kicking off again from like the 50-yard line. You you really don't need to give Goliath a stick to beat you with. Yes, indeed, and it looks exactly like what that is what the Murrow Mustangs are doing as there was a personal foul at the end of the point after touchdown, and the Vikings will be kicking off again from the Murrow 45-yard line which usually means that if he kicks it the way he has prior, they'll be starting from the 20. Yeah, tough starting position tonight for the Mustangs. While we have this quick stoppage in play, we'd like to thank, of course, the Trophy Shop here in Jackson. They're located on 2460 Cherry Road, Suite 2200. They are located in Jackson, Mississippi, 39204. And we'd also like to thank Jesse Bishop, who is a proud sponsor of the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. As Warren Central gets ready to kick off from the Murrah 45, and the kick will go deep and high out the back of the end zone. Been a tough start, tough starting position tonight for the Mustangs as they'll start from deep in their own territory, spot the ball at the 20. What does Murrah need to do to get a little bit of momentum here? Well, they need to have a few plays that are successful. Uh, get a couple of first and tens back-to-back and then settle down on offense. They're not a very good passing team, even though Mitchell has completed 50% of his passes for almost 1,000 yards. But, uh, again, Mitchell's not playing. Right. So we we have a backup quarterback, and you're down 13 early, so you need to be careful. Quante Evans hands off to number 22, Jordan Cornelius. Cornelius fights for about three yards as he plugs it right back up the middle, call it second and seven here for the Mustangs as they are moving from right to left on your radio dial. I think we're going to see a, a pretty regular dose of Canius and Edmund. Yes, uh, indeed. Again, one is averaging 7.4 per carry, and the other one is averaging 8.5, and you don't have your starting quarterback. So, you know, you have to establish behind that big offensive line that we can run. Uh, Murr does have a very big offensive line. Quick pitch out to Canius. Canius tries to get around the left end. He'll be Pulled down that time. Nice defensive play by Warren Central. That was number 22 on the tackle, David King. A great defensive play on the quick pitch. He forced the running back to give ground and then tackle him after he gave ground. So you're looking at it, what, third and 12 or something? Yeah. Third and we'll call it 12 here for the Mustangs as they are ha- – Finding the Warren Central defense pretty tough to get around. Well, they, you know, they haven't threatened them. They have not threatened them with other than the quick pass the first play of the game, and they have not proven that they can move their off defensive front. And here we go again. As that was Jordan Cornelius trying to find a little bit of room, but there was nothing there, and he'll lose two more yards. The ball will be on the Murrah 15 as it brings up fourth and punting here for the Mustangs. Well, again, you have to be able to control one of the lines of scrimmage, and at first first quarter they've not been able to control either. And that play brings to an end the first quarter, and your score at the end of the first quarter, Warren Central on top early, 13 to nothing. And while we have this stoppage in play, we'd like to thank Garland Harris, Jr., with Keller Williams Metropolitan. You can be contacted at 713-621-8001.
is extension is 2464. Of course, we'd like to encourage you to become a listening partner here with the Open Mic Broadcast Network and help support our local and regional high school and college broadcast coverage. Our membership drive campaign is currently running until tomorrow, October 15th. Your annual donation of $72 helps us provide game coverage for this broadcast and the many others we provide exclusively on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Go online and make your donation today at www.obnradio.com. You know, you, you have a pretty good uh, voice for radio. You ever thought about being an announcer? I've, I've, I've dreamed about it, Coach. Have you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for helping me with my dreams, sir. Right. <laughs> yes, indeed. You, you do I, know I lie a lot. <laughs> yes, indeed. You got to love it. You got to love it. Here, Charles Bishop here with Coach Eddie Payton here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. As we move to the second quarter, Mara getting ready to punt the ball from their own 15 back deep for the Vikings is Sean Terrence Walton. And Mr. Hobson, he don't get the punt off as it looks like it might have been partially blocked. Hobson will pick it up at the 40, looks for room around the 40. He will get to about the 36-yard line of Mara. Nice special teams play that time as Hobson had room around the right end. Well, a step more, and he may have taken that to the house. Uh, it was a great play by the defender Murrow to make the tackle because he was the only one left between him and Paydirt. Yes, indeed. Walt Hobson picked up the punt that time and had a little bit of room, but it was a nice special teams play that time by the Mustangs, as Warren Central gets ready to go on the attack here. 13 nothing is your score here from Jackson, Mississippi. Jesse Wilson brings his troops to the line. In the backfield with Wilson is number seven, Javante Shorter. Quick pass, looking for key around, the, uh, looking for Chanteris Walton. It was incomplete, brings up a second and ten here for the Vikings. Looked like one of the defensive ends that Murrow got a hand on that and deflected it. Nice defensive play that time by the defensive end, Amari catching for the Mustangs. Second and ten, the ball will be spotted on the Mora 37-yard line. The Vikings will go trips left, one up top. In the backfield with Wilson is number seven, Javante Shorter. Wilson hands off to Shorter. Shorter around left end, finds room, turns it up the middle, quick moves, and he drops his head. Picks up a first down and takes it across the 25, first and 10, Warren Central. I tell you, that's the sign of a, a great running back. You get as much as you can when you can't get any more. Punish the guy who's standing between you and the ground. And punish he did as Javante Shorter putting on a show here for the Vikings here in Jackson, Mississippi. Wilson drops back, looking, left side, pass, incomplete. Nice defensive play that time by the Mustangs, as that was number 24, Camden Watson, with yeah, a nice pass breakup. He was looking for the slant in. It was open. As you say, Watson made a great defensive play. Brings up a second and 10 here for the Vikings. Ball is spotted just inside the 25-yard line. As Warren Central, decked out in all white, red helmets, they are moving from right to left on your radio dial. The Mar Mustangs, blue helmets, blue tops, gray pants. Wilson takes a snap. Handoff, shorter, shorter, trying to find a little room up the middle. Nice defensive play by the Mustangs. That was a great defensive play by the middle guard. He got a hand around the ankles, and the ball carrier went down. Marquise Jackson on the tackle for the Mustangs brings up Third and nine, 
This is a huge third down here for the Mustangs. They need to stop this uh, Vikings offense here. Yeah, they need to kind of slow it down. They've given up 13 back-to-back. They need to slow them down on this play. Wilson, play action, pulls it out. Looking for his tight end, finds a nice catch that time by number 81. That was Colin Standish. It brings up a fourth down and two for the Vikings, and looks like they'll go for it deep in more territory. Looks like they're going to go with the hurry-up offense here and see what they can do. That bit shorter. Trips left. One split up top for the Vikings. Flag on the play, and it looks like they got the Mustangs caught them in the neutral zone. As Jesse Wilson went with the hard count. And it looks like Zach Grady was able to get the uh, timeout, so they'll pick up the flag. They'll wave the flag off. So well, I think what uh, they're about to call, the kid from Merle is calling signals. Because three people on Warren Central was pointing to him, calling their signals out, trying to get them to jump offside. A very astute look that time, Coach. I, I, I thank you. <laughs> I, I used to do that. <laughs> As we have a stoppage in play here with 10-17 here in the second quarter, we'd like to thank Lone Star College Tomble. Interested in working in the healthcare field, but not sure where to start. Visit LoneStar.edu Tomble and check out the career training opportunities available to motivated students. Surgical technology, pharmacy technology, nursing, and more at LSC Tomble. It's about you. We'd also like to thank Edmunds Insurance Agency. They can be located. Uh, they can be contacted at two eight one four zero four thirty one hundred. Fourth and two here for Warren Central as we get back to live action. Jesse Wilson brings his troops to the line, bunch formation left, and now they'll go bunch formation right. Wilson takes the snap. He'll roll right, picks up the first, gets more, gets across the 10-yard line inside the five, first down, one Central. I tell you, that was a great design play. They went bunch left, switched the bunch right where they had them outnumbered and snapped the ball before Murrow could make the adjustment on defense. Nice offensive play calling by the Vikings. Brings up a first down inside the five-yard line. Spot the ball at the three. Wilson brings his troops to the line. Wilson. Play action. Hands off to Shorter. Shorter bulls his way. We'll wait for the call. They'll spot him inside the one-yard line as it brings up second and goal here for the Vikings. Vikings knocking on the door. Again. Again, exactly. They go up-tempo. Wilson with Shorter in the backfield. Hand off to Shorter. Shorter dances and touchdown Warren Central. Two-step. Two-step. That would be a two-step. That would be a two-step as Javante Shorter two steps into the end zone. And your score was 9-29 here in the second quarter of play. Warren Central goes on top 19 to nothing. I tell you, uh, Warren Central has been able to control the offensive line and the defensive line. So, again, it's going to be tough for Merrill to come back not being able to control either offense or the defensive line. And Warner Central does have a pretty huge offensive line. Cause They're pretty good. They're moving well and creating some some gaps. And our, our, our good friend is a string fellow. Yeah. Javante Shorter. Shorter. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Shorter is taking advantage of it. He is. He may be the best running back we've seen, including the kid from Callaway. McKinnis Thompson. Who runs really, yeah. really hard. Yes, indeed. 
And the point after touchdown was good. Your score was 929 here in the second quarter of play is Warren Central 20. Murr yet to get on the scoreboard. And did Murr cross the 50 yet? Murr has not crossed the 50 as of yet, but Warren Central finally will be kicking from where they should be kicking from. So <laughs> there is a little small victory here for the Mustangs. It is a small victory. <laughs> yes, indeed. As we get ready for Warren Central to kick off, we'd like to thank Attorney Lee Van Richardson back in the Waller, Texas area, in Hempstead, Texas, I should say. He's located at 1047 Austin Street. He can be contacted at 979-826-8006. here in the second quarter of play. Warren Central kicks off. They are up 20 to nothing. Ball is picked up. Near the end zone by the Mustangs, dancing around is Octavius Olawake, and he will be brought down inside the 10, spot him at the five-yard line. I tell you, it wasn't a good kick and wasn't a good decision to try to reverse your field inside your own 20-yard line. Uh, basically, on kickoff, you get it up the field as quick as you can, as far as you can, and hold on to the watermelon. Yes, uh, indeed. Again, you you can't fault the young man for trying to make a play, but hopefully when he gets to the sideline, they will explain to him what the objective is on returning the kick. And that was Octavius Olawake. 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 We've been waiting all night to say We've been waiting all night to say (laughs) Exactly. As the Mustangs get ready to go on the attack, two split up top. Handoff to Cornelius. Cornelius finds Rome around left hand. He takes him across the 10, and he'll be brought down. After a nice four hard four yard run by Jordan Cornelius. That was a great tackle, open field tackle on a good running back. Cornelius runs hard, but the the defendant back didn't didn't hesitate at all. He came up and as the old folks say, laid the wood yes, down he did. Cornelius went. Second and five spots the ball at the Murrah fourteen yard line. As Murrah trying to get a little bit of momentum here as they are down. They're down 20 to nothing, but the scoreboard right now shows 19. Murrow with two in the backfield with Evans. Handoff to Cornelius. Cornelius tries to get to the first down. He will be just one yard short. Call it third and one here for the Mustangs. Nice hard running by Jordan Cornelius. Well, they seem to found a south spot on the left side behind their big old offensive tackle, and they're get a steady dose of Canise, and he may have gained enough for first down. And it looks like they will move the chains, as that is the Mustangs' first first down of tonight. they got to get a little bit of momentum here on this drive for Mark. Well, they need to loosen them up just a little bit with a throw here and there. If not, you're going to have 11 people close to the line of scrimmage. Quante Evans is your quarterback for the Mustangs. Two split up top, two to the bottom. Screen pass. Goes out to number 13, Jamal Davis. Davis dancing, but he will dance into the arms of quite a few Vikings. Call it a pickup of two. Brings up a second and eight. Ball will be spotted on the 17-yard line as Murrah finding the goal, finding the sledding tough here. Well, again, that's that, uh, what do they call it, jet screen? Jet screen. Yeah, throw it out there and hope he can make one guy miss and get up the field because it's one-on-one out here in the open space until you dance. 
then you invite a lot of other people to the dance who may not want to dance with you. Warren Central rallied to the ball very well as the Mustangs. They have Kendravius Edmonds and Jordan Cornelius. Ball snapped over the quarterback's head. He'll scoop it, and he'll try to throw it. Nice play that time by the quarterback to pick it up and get rid of it. It'll bring up a third and eight here for the Mustang. That was a heads-up play by Jordan. Get rid of it, save it down, and let's start over and see what we can do. As Mark, as a third and eight is upon them, as they're trying to get a little bit of offensive momentum, they were able to pick up a first down. But now we're looking at third and eight. Ball is spotted at the 17-yard line here for the Mustangs. For the last series, when they got had third and eight, third and nine, they went to the screen, and uh, that's been one of their favorite plays all year. So we look for them to go back to that, or except with five wide. And direct snap to Jordan Canales. Jordan Canales gets across the 20, and he'll be stacked up right at about the 24-yard line. It'll bring up fourth down here for the Mustangs. It'll be... A three-yard pickup. As it looks like the Mustangs will be punting here. They tried to go with a direct snap to Jordan Cornelius, but the Vikings were waiting on that one. Wait, what, what do they call that? There's a play. There's a name for when you put the running back in, in the quarterback position. Yeah, that was a little bit of that old single wing uh, yeah. look there. <laughs> what do you know about single wing? I, I'm a bit of a historian, Coach. I try to try to follow this game. I love it. As the Mustang gets ready to punt, flags fly as it looks like there was a, a delay of game that time by the Mustangs as Walt Hobson is back deep for the Vikings. So that'll push the Mustangs back another five yards here. It's been a tough go tonight for the Mustangs uh, offensively. They've made some shoot-yourself-in-the-foot penalties from some bad situations. We've had roughing the pass on two occasions. One of them was a touchdown. They had running into the kicker after on an extra point, which forced them to kick from their side of the field. Hobson will fumble the ball at his 40, but the Vikings alertly scoop up the ball. will Spot the ball at the Mulla 36-yard line as Warren Central was able to pick up the muffed punt there by Walt Hobson. Again, 17-yard punt, and they're starting possession from inside the 40-yard line. Great field position here for the Vikings as they get ready to go on offense here. And while we have this quick stop in the play, we'd like to thank the Trophy Shop again. They are located at 2460 Terry Road, Suite 2200 in Jackson, Mississippi, 39204. As Jesse Wilson brings his guys back out again here on offense, in the backfield is Javante Shorter. Snap. Wilson finds a man over the middle. That's the key. He'll take it inside the 10. They'll bring him down at about the five-yard line. Nice pitch and catch from Jesse Wilson to number eight, Terrell Roby. Terrell Roby on the catch that time for the Vikings. First and goal, Warren Central. Looked like Murrow relaxed. The defensive end jumped offside and looked like everybody just stopped except Warren Central. Central, Exactly. Now they're looking at first and goal. First and goal for the Vikings here with 545 and counting here in the second quarter of play. They are up. The scoreboard says 19 nothing. It's 20. 
Handoff, the shorter, shorter touchdown again for the Vikings. Looked too easy, Coach. Well, again, you know, when you've lost five in a row, there's a reason. Yes, yes, indeed. Either people have found out what you're doing or what you're trying to do and know your tendencies, or you're about to get in a situation where you think you're supposed to lose. Hmm. And you really don't want a high school team to get that mentality. You want them to fight. I don't care if they're getting beat 50 to nothing. And as you said, that was far too easy. Far too easy as Warren Central now for the point after touchdown. And there will be a stoppage of play as it looks like Murrah, they again were offside. So they'll move the ball a little. Well, they'll decline it here. And they'll get ready to uh, re-kick this point after touchdown here. Well, he got a little bit of the snap count, didn't he? Uh, yeah, it looked, that was a nice hurdle. He got just over, yeah. I mean, I didn't think he could get that type of elevation. Uh, yes, indeed. As the kick is up, and the kick is good. And with 5.30 left here in the second quarter of play, the scoreboard says 26 to nothing. Warren Central on top of the Murrah Mustang. Well, I'm glad I don't keep score. I'm not running the clock, <laughs> and I'm glad I'm not playing in the blue jersey. Yes, indeed. It's been a uh, tough tough sledding tonight for the Murrah Mustangs. Warren Central has done a tremendous job of getting the ball into Javante Shorter's hands. Of course, Javante Shorter came into tonight's matchup with 720 yards on the season and nine touchdowns, and he's added two more tonight for the Warren Central Vikings. Yeah, he's averaging about eight yards a carry, and you can see why. He has, again, I keep saying this, he has great patience and great acceleration. Yes, indeed. Javante Shorter is a senior, 5'11", 175 pounds, and I tell you what, he, he has an explosion, Coach. He does. I mean, when he sees it and puts his foot in the ground, he goes north and south in a hurry. Yes, indeed. Charles Bishop and Coach Eddie Payton here from Jackson, Mississippi, Newell Field, and of course, we like to encourage everyone to become a listening partner with Open Mic Broadcast Network and help support our local and regional high school, college Broadcast coverage. Our membership drive campaign is currently running through October 15th. Your annual donation of $72 helps us provide coverage for this broadcast and many others. We provide exclusively the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Go online and make your donation today at www.obnradio.com. And it looks like they got the scoreboard right as if the score is actually 26. Seven to nothing. Warren Central on top of Mara. Coach, twenty-seven nothing here in the second quarter. What does Mara, from a mindset standpoint, what do they need to do in terms of trying to get a little bit of positive energy here? Well, they need to find something they can be successful doing on offense. You have to keep the ball away from Warren Central as long as you can. Give your defense a chance to rest. Their defense has been on the field a long, long time, and they're starting to wear down, mm-hmm. and those holes are getting bigger and bigger. And right now, Warren Central is doing exactly what they want to Murrow's defense. You have to figure out what we can do. You have great running backs. You may have to stick with that, find something that works, and just this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to work on tonight. We're going to make this work and, fr- and challenge the kids to make it work. That'll give your defense a chance to stay off the field. 27 nothing is not an impossible score to come back from. 
Of course, Mara playing tonight without their starting quarterback, senior Stephen Mitchell, who came into tonight's con- who would have come into tonight's uh, contest. So he had thrown for 956 yards and nine touchdowns, but he is injured. The Mustangs handing the ball off quite a bit to Jordan Cornelius. He comes into tonight's contest with 374 yards, four touchdowns in only five games thus far in the season. He's a hard running back. Hard running. He's a real shifty hard running back, and again, he's averaging 8.5 yards per carry, but he's only averaging nine carries a game. They're going to have to give him more with the loss of their quarterback because that quarterback was 50% of their offense. Yes, indeed. As the Vikings are Hank holding it to kick off, it'll be picked up by number eight. That's Octavius Oluwaki. Oluwaki takes it across the 20 to about the 25-yard line, and Murrow will go on offense here down 27 nothing, 5-22 here in the second quarter of play. Let's see what the Mustangs can get a, get a little get a little something going here on offense. You, you look at the demeanor of the guys on both sides. One of them is running on the field. The other one is kind of milling around. Uh, you, you never want to see that mm-hmm. in, in, at any level. I mean, again, you are competitive. You have to compete. I'm not saying they're not. Sure. It just appears that way. Right. But you have to compete. Somebody from Murrow has to be a spark. Yes, indeed, as the Mustangs will go with Kendravius Edmonds and Jordan Cornelius in the backfield. Busted play. Quarterback will keep it. He'll get across the 20 and get to about the 25-yard line. Pickup of one that time for the Mustangs, as that was Quante Evans on the carry for the Mustangs. Well, it looked a little better from up here because it looked like he had room on the right side, but uh, Warren Central closed it up pretty quickly and held him to a one-yard gain. Warren Central's defense is doing a tremendous job tonight. Of course, they're led on defense by number 33, Cameron Ellis, who came into tonight's matchup with 56 tackles on the season, eight tackles per game. I tell you, Ellis makes it easy for everybody else, and obviously with five D1 offers, he does a lot of good things. And there will be a timeout on the field. It was second and eight. But while we have this timeout, we'd like to – Thank, of course, our sponsor here in Jackson, The Trophy Shop, located at 2460 Cherry Road, Suite 2200, Jackson, Mississippi. And we'd also like to thank Jesse Bishop, who is a proud sponsor of the Open Mic Broadcast Network, your voice of student athletics. We are serving the community through faith and athletics. 27 nothing here on Senior Night here for the Mustangs, Coach. Uh, they've got to get a little something going. Well, again, they're playing in front of their home fans, their parents, their classmates. Uh, I would think that once they figure out what they can do at halftime, if they can get in at halftime and keep it manageable and figure out what they're going to do, their pride is going to allow them to come out the second half and make a much better ball game. Well, if not, they're going to give up 60-something points. Yeah, that's, that would not be good for the Mustangs. They came into tonight's matchup. They're on a – a bit of a five-game losing streak, and uh, tonight is not looking good for the home home team. Well, again, it's early. That's the good and the bad. <laughs> yes, indeed. As we get back to live action, Evans drops back looking. He'll throw it away as he was under pressure that time as that was a host of Warren Central Vikings leading the attack that time was number 49, Tobias Bruce for the Vikings. 
Well, at some point, they're going to have to slow them down so they can uh, get some passes off. You can't throw going backwards with five guys chasing you. Yes, indeed. It brings up a third down here for the Mustangs. Third and nine here, 434, as the Vikings are up 27 to nothing. Mara has two split out left, two split out right. Evans drops back, looking deep, has a man, and just off the fingertips that time of Octavius Oluwaki as it brings up a fourth down. That time Mara took a shot down here. Again, Oluwaki was open. The pass hit him on the fingertips. I mean, that would have been the type of play that would provide momentum going into the second half and the remainder of this drive. He had a step that time on the Warren Central defender. It brings up a fourth down as the ball is spotted just across the 25, put it on the 26 of Mara. Back deep again for the Vikings is Walt Hobson and Sean Terrence Walton. The snap dribbles back to the punter. He'll get it off, and it will take a Murrah bounce as it goes into Warren Central territory, spot the ball on the Warren Central 41 as they get ready to go on offense here. That's the longest kick of the night, 34 yards. 34-yard punt that time. At least it starts over in Warren Central territory. For a change tonight, they have had tremendous uh, field position. Warren Central has enjoyed great field position all night because of uh, the defense putting them in Murray in a bad position and some poor kicking. Yes, indeed. As Warren Central in that dominant offensive line, they have been doing great work tonight. And it looks like we have a new quarterback in for the Vikings as number 11 checks into the game. That's Fred Bartram. Handoff. That time as the running back finds a little room right up the middle. That'll be an eight-yard pickup that time. That was number 20, Joshua Brandon for the Vikings. Again, it really doesn't make any difference who's in the backfield as long as those five, six big uggers up front yeah. are moving people in that direction. They are doing a yeoman's job tonight, led by big George Owen, big number 78. Number 11 is your quarterback now of record, Fred Barnum, for the Vikings. Barnum, hands off. That time to number 20, that is... Joshua Brandon, and he'll be stacked up. Nice defensive play that time by the Mustangs. Yeah, the Murrow, they brought the blitz. They had more people at the line of scrimmage than Warren Central could block, and they may have to go to more of that as the game continues because they penetrated and got him before they could get started. Nice defensive play that time. Brings up a third and four here for the Vikings. Ball is spotted on the Warren Central 47-yard line. As Barnum is your quarterback. Handoff, that time for Warren Central goes to number six, and he'll find a little bit of room around the right end, maybe a pickup of one. That was Corey Wilson Jr. on the run for the Vikings. Brings up a fourth down. Nice defensive stop. That time three, three, in, three and out, first one of the night. I mean, that's what you need. That's the start. You have to stop momentum before you can turn it around the other way. Nice play that time by the Murrah Mustangs as they were able to stop the Vikings for a change tonight as they will get ready to punt. That is Hobson. He'll get off a nice punt. And that will push the must out. Oh, it is muffed. 
We'll see who came up with the ball. It looks like Mora will keep the ball. We'll spot the ball on the Mora 21-yard line as they get ready to go on offense. 2.22 left here before half. Warren Central on top, 27 nothing. Well, he was lucky. He, he, As they say, he must it, and it dropped right between his legs, and he <laughs> fell on top of it. If not, you give the ball back to Warren Central on your own 25-yard line with two minutes to go in the game which is, would not be good. Thus far, it has been all Warren Central tonight. They're up 27 to nothing here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I'm Charles Bishop, of course, with the coach, Eddie Payton. You're on the voice of student athletics coming tonight from Jackson, Mississippi. Mara goes on the tag. George Cornelius, he'll take the handoff. He'll go across to 30, 35. Nice run that time by Jordan Cornelius. Nice run that time by the Mustangs. I tell you, they gave him a crease, and he showed why he's rushed for close to 400 yards in five games. Great movement, great move, and great acceleration. Nice run that time by the Mustangs, as that was actually Jaden Blackman on the run. Jaden Blackman getting his name called a little bit tonight. You know, Jaden hadn't been one of their top two rushers, so we just assumed that it was <laughs> George Kinnear, exactly. As Jaden Blackman, he'll get another handoff, finds a little bit of room, and he is met in the middle that time. Nice stop that time by number 47 for Warren Central, Charlie Hill. Again, uh, I, I applaud the coach for what he's doing. He's trying to establish something that will help him the second half. He's running right at those big people up front and finding some success. Spot the ball at the Murrah 40, brings up a second and six now for the Mustangs, 125 and counting here in the second quarter of play. A nice run that time again, but the pickup of three that time brings up a third and four here for the Mustangs, as that looks like that was number 20, Mr. Blackman for the Mustangs. Well, that quick screen, one-man screen that you beat one guy and you try to take it to the house, uh, you gain three yards. Jaden Blackman, Mara going on the tack. He'll be forced out of the pocket, and he has nobody out there. He'll just throw it away. It'll bring up fourth down, as that time that was a nice job that time by the quarterback for Mara that was Quante Evans getting rid of the ball. He was under a heavy rush that time. Well, you look at the play. I had two people out, and they were both double-covered. Quarterback did an excellent job of not taking a loss, throwing it out of bounds, and, and saving the yardage. Nice uh, job that time by Murrow's quarterback. Brings up a fourth and five. They'll be punting. Uh, ball is spotted on the 42-yard line as 50 seconds left here before half as Walt Hobson goes back, of course, with Sean Terrence Walton for the Vikings. Snap is back. Kick is off. Off the side of his foot. Another tough punt as it will go into Warren Central Territory. Walton picks it up, finds a little bit of room. He'll go across midfield, brings it to the Murrah 45. Dangerous play, but it was successful for the Vikings. I, I tell you, risk and reward. Everybody was waiting for it to stop rolling. He grabbed it and advanced it 15 yards. Sean Terrence Walton with a nice 15-yard punt return for the Vikings. Walton came into tonight's action with 27 receptions and 418 yards on the field. I tell you, if you can catch and run and return kicks with some success, there's always a place for you to play at the next level. Yes, indeed. 37 seconds left before halftime. Jesse Wilson comes back in the game for the Vikings. Wilson rolls right, throws right, 
has a man, completed. And it'll keep the clock running as he completed it to Shantarius Walton for a five-yard pickup, 25 seconds left and rolling here in the first half of action. Well, it doesn't look like they want to sit on this 27-0 lead. Look like they're trying to get more. Wilson goes on the attack again. He'll hand off to Shorter. Shorter finds room up the middle. He'll get across the 25. He'll get close to the 20-yard line. First down, he'll be inside the 20. Uh, spot the ball on the 18. Move the chains. Eight seconds left here before half. Warren Central on the move. And the clock runs. They'll call a timeout. They'll stop the clock with about five seconds left. Five seconds left. What, what, what do you call here, Coach? Well, you're probably going to run your field goal kicker out and try to get a field goal, but they're going to give them some more time on the clock because they started the clock before they got the change set. And on first and ten, you don't start the clock until after the change is set. So I, I would imagine they're going to give them some additional time. So while we have this stoppage in play, and you're right, it looks like they might put some more seconds back on the clock, but we'd like to thank the Trophy Shop. They are located at 2460 Terry Road, Suite 2200 in Jackson, Mississippi, 39204. And we'd also like to thank Miss Jessie Bishop for tonight's uh, sponsorship here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Five seconds left here before half. Warren Central on top, 27 nothing, And it looks like they will run the kicker on out there for what looks to be about a 36-yard field goal. Well, again, that would be the prudent play to do. He needs to practice. You have 27 nothing. You got nothing to lose. Let him get his shots in. And the snap is back. Hold is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. As we go into halftime, it will be Warren Central on top of the Murrah Mustangs, 30 to nothing. It's been all Warren Central here in the first half, It's been all Warren Central since the second series on offense by Warren Central. Very much so. That kick, you know, just before half, you would hope that you would have blocked it and changed momentum. Right. But they're jogging, they're walking. That's a very good point, Coach. Uh, Going into the second half, uh, what – can Murrah do to try to stem the tide, so to speak? Well, again, you start the second half as nothing, nothing. It's a new half. You got two more quarters of football to play, and you have to impart onto your players that we're going to play this like it's nothing, nothing, and we're going to win the second half. Yes, indeed. As we get ready to go into halftime, it is Warren Central on top of Murrah, 30 to nothing here from Newell Field in Jackson, Mississippi. And when we come back, we'll be ready for the second half.
And welcome back to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. Charles Bishop here with Coach Eddie Payton as we get ready for the second half of play as Warren Central is up tonight, 30 to nothing over the homestanding Murrah Mustangs. Coach, it's been all Warren Central first half. Uh, what does uh, Murrah need to do to kind of get, get some positive energy here in the second half? Well, they're going to have to do some positive things. They've not been able to throw. They've ran intermittently off and on with Canis, but they're going to have to establish this is our identity. We're going to run at you, and you're going to have to stop us. And Murrow will get the ball here to start the second half as the kickoff goes out of the back of the end zone. Jordan Cornelius has been their go-to guy as well as uh, Kendravius Edmonds and, and Jaden Blackman. Uh, they got a little bit of uh, things going in terms of running game. Uh, we'll see what they can get done here in the second half, Coach. I tell you, when you, when you lose your quarterback who is usually your, your leader in high school, it kind of trickles down and it, it, Backup quarterback is never as good as Stevie Mitchell. Yes, indeed. Stevie Mitchell, of course, the senior quarterback for the Mustangs. Not in action tonight. He came into tonight's matchup. Uh, throwing for 956 yards on the season. As Murrah goes on the attack here in the second half, ball spot on the 20, and that is a nice defensive play by the Warren Central Vikings for a loss of two second and 12 Mustangs. Well, again, they've got to stick with what they do and what they feel they can be successful with and not start reaching for things and not panic. If you panic, it can get ugly. Ball will be spotted on the 18-yard line now, second and 12 for the Mustangs, as they go with a power backfield, as it is Jordan Cornelius and Kendravius Edmonds in the backfield. It looks like the quarterback is going to be Jaden Blackman. Blackman. Will hand off, looks like the Cornelius, and nothing there again, as that is a loss of four, brings up third and 16 now for the Mustangs. I tell you, without control of those offensive lines, then it's going to be a long night. You can't run or you can't pass if you don't have time or openings, and uh, Warren Central has shut down Murrow's offensive line thus far. Warren Central's defense led by defensive end Caleb Bryant. They're doing yeoman's work tonight. Third and 16 here for the Mustangs. Jaden Blackman is the quarterback in the shotgun. Two split left, two, one split right. Dropping back is Blackman. Blackman looking over the middle. Has a man. Nice break up that time by number 22 for Warren Central. That was Charles Swartz breaking up the pass. Looked like they had a little something there, Coach. Well, that was a great throw. One of the second best throw I've seen by Murrow tonight. But uh, number 22, Swartz made a great play in. He's been playing corner and defensive end because he's made a couple of plays in the backfield from the defensive end position. Yes, indeed. Back deep for the Vikings here on fourth and 16 for, for Murrah as they get ready to punt. Walt Hobson and Sean Terrence Walton will stand on about the Murrah 40, and the snap goes right through the legs of the punter and out the back of the end zone for a safety. And... 10-22 here in the third quarter. Warren Central will go up 32 to nothing. Well, you really didn't want to start this second half with that, but uh, it was just a matter of time whether it either happened or they blocked it. They yeah. had several chances in the first half to block it, and they didn't. Uh, looks there was a marker down. Eh? Yeah, it looks like there was a legal participation uh, that will be declined. and. Give Warren Central two points on that as the ball skirted through the punter's legs out the back of the end zone. 
10-22 here as we get the third quarter underway. Warren Central up 32 to nothing, And um, like we said, it's been all Warren Central all night, uh, Coach. Well, again, the worst thing about uh, giving up two points to giving up a safety is that you also have to give up the ball via kick. Yeah. Which means that uh, Warren Central will have the ball again in decent field position, and you really don't want to keep putting them in short fields. They've had short fields pretty much all night, and they have uh, taken advantage of it. Uh, it has been a tremendous night for number seven for the Vikings, Javante Shorter. Yeah, Shavort, I mean, Short has shown me some things that I have not seen thus far this year. His patience. His vision, the ability to stick his foot in the ground, go north and south, and then the burst. Yes. I mean, it's it's just, it's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Javante Shorter has been the man tonight for the Vikings. He's been in the backfield with Jesse Williams. They are that, that dynamic one-two punch for the Vikings. Well, Batman and Robin have absolutely nothing on those. Two. Yes, indeed. As the Mustangs get ready to kick off here to the Vikings, 32 to nothing is your score as the Vikings get on the board here in the second half with a safety as a uh, punt went through the legs of the punter and out the back of the end zone. And we get back to live action here. Kick goes deep. Warren Soto will pick it up on about their 30. That's number five. That's Demarcus Jones. Jones gets across midfield, breaks a tackle, 40. Looking to get more yardage. He'll bring it into Mustang territory. The ball will be spotted on about the 33-yard line. Nice run back that time by Warren Central as DeMarcus Jones was able to break a few tackles and get deep into Murrah territory. There is a flag on the play. I tell you, DeMarcus has a good set of wheels on him also, and we have a personal foul face mask on Murrah. But it was a pooch kick that landed around the 35-yard line. He picked it up, took two steps forward, two steps sideways, and then turned on the Jets and almost took it to the house across field. I'll tell you what, this Warren Central team, they're very impressive, and they look to be a dangerous team as we get toward the second half of the season. You know, a team like this picks up momentum going into the playoffs. They can be pretty dangerous. i tell you what, they have speed. Mm -hmm. They have speed and they have size, and evidently they have some techniques across the offensive front, and that is a dangerous team. Fred Bartram is your quarterback for the Vikings. And jet sweep action that time as Murrah is on top of that, as that was number three, D.J. Lewis, on the carry for the Vikings. Murrah, that is about a 10, 11-yard loss that time. Nice defensive play by the Mustangs. I tell you, it was well diagnosed. They had people in position, and they swarmed to the ball as a team. First time, second time we've seen that tonight. Yes, indeed. As the quarterback in the game now for the Vikings is Fred Barnum. Barnum will be in the shotgun. Trips left. He'll roll left. Looks left. Throws in the flat. That's number three that time. DJ Lewis on the catch. Nice pitch and catch from Barnum to Lewis. About an eight-yard pickup for the Vikings. I tell you, it, again, it doesn't matter who they put back there, quarterback, wide receiver. As long as that offensive line continues to maintain control, yes, it's going to be. It could be a long night again. Offensive line is George Owens, Kane Walters, Jesse Parker, and Malik Raider all doing great work along the offensive line for the Vikings. They've done it all night. Yes, indeed. In the backfield now is Kevius McDaniel for the Vikings. 
Barnum drops back, throws out right. Nice defensive play. It looks like it might have been deflected at the line of skirmish that time. That was number 52, Terenzo Williams, for the, uh, for the Mustangs that time. Nice defensive play on a third down. Well, again, it, it makes you feel better to watch the defense come out here and continue to put forth an effort. Uh, you know, you, you don't ever accuse teams of giving up. Mm-hmm. And you can look at the way Merle is performing on defense this half. They going they have to prove a little something. And on now for the field goal is Warren Central snap bobble, but the kick is up and the kick is no good as Mara. There's a flag on the play though. Let's see what the flag is. As it might be, yes, it is a roughing the kicker on the Mustangs. The Mustangs have really shot themselves in the foot all night with penalties. They've had, as they say, inopportune penalties at the worst time. That's the fourth, fifth personal foul penalty they have, and only one of them has been face masked. The other one has been two late hits and running into the kicker. Yes, they've had a lot of uh, post, post-possession fouls. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that will give the Vikings new life here as it brings up an automatic first down for Warren Central, and they will keep the ball here with 8.30 here in the third quarter play. Warren Central on top of the Murr Mustangs, 32 to nothing. Yeah, that's, you hate to see that. I mean, yeah. the kid put up a great effort and laid in as opposed to laying out to try to block the kick, and he did run into the kicker. As the Vikings go on the attack, Fred Barnum is your quarterback. Keith McDaniel in at running back for the Vikings. Power formation. Handoff. No, he'll keep it. He'll go around left hand, breaks a tackle, gets inside the 10. Nice defensive play that time by the cornerback for the Mustangs. That time that was Camden Watson on the tackle. Yeah, it's a little bit different with him running the option than it was with Wilson running the option. Yes, indeed. As the Vikings go up-tempo, ball is spotted on about the five-yard line. Handoff, Vikings up the middle and looks close to a touchdown. It is a touchdown. That was number 20, Joshua Brandon, touchdown, Warren Central. Well, it's, you know, you you hate to repeat yourself, but, again, there's a dominance that's set up on by the offensive line, and it doesn't matter who they give it to. He's going to get past the line of scrimmage, and the rest is up to him. Warren Central has done it on the ground tonight. Their calling card, and tonight no different uh, than uh, any other night for the Vikings. They have been dominant. They have been dominant tonight, and it's still early. Yes, indeed. Third quarter. Snap back, kick is up, and the point after touchdown is good. Your score with 3.58 here in the third quarter of play, Warren Central on top of Murrah, 39 to nothing. Of course, here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics, we thank you for joining us tonight on the Central 2 channel here on www.obnradio.com. Of course, tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the Trophy Shop. Located on 2460 Cherry Road, suite number 2200 here in Jackson, Mississippi. And Jesse Bishop also is a proud, proud sponsor of tonight's broadcast. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics, serving the community through faith in athletics. Well, Coach, 39 nothing here in third quarter play. Warren Central is really showing you why they're one of the top teams in the state of Mississippi. 
they're showing you why they were undefeated up in the last week, and they're trying to make a statement to the pollsters so they can move up in the polls in the state ranking. Now they are definitely making a statement tonight here in Jackson, Mississippi. The visitors from Vicksburg have come in and made their mark here in Newell Field. Well, again, we said that they were a good team. We said it would be a David and Goliath, and we also said for David to be able to slow Goliath, they're going to have to not make mistakes. Right, and they've made a, a ton of mistakes. There's one essential with Pooch Punt. It will drop at about the 25, and it's picked up by Ma, and he is, as they might say, splattered there on the 22-yard line. Mustangs will get ready to go on offense here in the third quarter of play. They're down 39 and nothing here from Newell Coach, tomorrow, there's a big one, Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium. Jackson State Tigers are hosting the Southern Jaguars. I tell you, if, if you go over Mississippi Memorial Stadium, if you'd have gone over last night, it's like the homeless people had set up shop over there, or like the tornado had run everybody in Baton Rouge to the Mississippi Memorial Stadium in RV. Yes, indeed. It is RV City over there. That is going to be a huge matchup. Jackson State, two-game winning streak coming into tomorrow's uh, matchup against the Jaguars. Jaguars averaging 61 points per game here. As Murrah goes on the attack here, that is number 20 for the Mustangs, and a quarterback that is, Jaden Blackman, he'll pick up maybe one. They'll say he got back to the line of scrimmage, spot the ball on the 21-yard line, second and 10 for the Mustangs. I tell you, again, they're trying. They're trying to establish what they can do, and uh, we need somebody from Murrow to make a play, something to make you go, ooh. Yes, indeed. Mustangs have yet to get across the 50-yard line tonight. The Vikings' defense has been stout. They had one play in the first half as Octavius Olawaki Oluwaki was able to get behind a defender but was not able to bring it in. As this second down play, that is Blackman again on the carry from the quarterback position. He'll pick up two, make it third and eight. Ball will be spotted on the 22-yard line. You know, I know Coach had a lot of things that he was hoping, but without his star quarterback playing, he was hoping that the defense would step up and keep it close and perhaps they'd make a – Enough plays to win it in the fourth quarter. Yes, indeed. It's been a tough go tonight without their senior quarterback, Stephen Mitchell. As Jaden Blackman is your quarterback, two split up top, two down to the bottom. Blackman drops back under pressure. He's looking for a man down deep, and it is picked off that time. Number 13 for the Warren Central Vikings. That was Jalen Allen with a nice defensive play. Turnover Mustangs. Warren Central gets the ball. Uh, in their own territory, ball will be at the 44-yard line. I tell you, uh, is it Octavius Oluwakanti? Yes, Octavius Oluwaki. Yes, Oluwaki. He had a step on the defender, uh, number 13. The ball was slightly under stone, and it hung, and he did make a great play on it. But, again, he's shown that he can throw the ball down the field, Mm. and I think that if he shortens their route Mm -hmm. because – Warren Sutter was playing off of them eight, ten yards. Yeah. And be patient. They can establish something that could get them back in the game or give them something to positive to grow from. Corey Wilson, Jr. in the backfield with Barnum. Wilson will get the handoff, and he'll put up three quick yards here for the Vikings as they go up-tempo again, 5-30 and counting here in the third quarter play. Warren Central on top of Mudd, 39 to nothing. 
Well, it's good that they're giving their quarterback number 11 some playing time because you never know who you're going to need before the season over and into the playoffs. The quarterback in for the Vikings is Fred Barnum. They work out of a pistol formation and flags fly. It looks like the left tackle was a little early on the snap, and that'll move Warren Central back five yards. We haven't said that a lot tonight. We have not. Uh, Warren Central has been basically penalty free with the exception of one or two calls early in the game, and that's the sign of a well-coached, disciplined football team. Very well-coached team indeed as it moves it back to a second and ten. Ball is spotted back on their 44-yard line. As the Vikings look to the sideline, they get the call. No huddle offense. Two up top, one at the bottom. Barnum, Reed, option look, and he fires it to his tight end. That was number 85. It goes right between his hands. He was looking for Chris Green that time. Yeah, Chris was open. He ran a quick stop at about eight yards, and the ball hit him in the worst possible place it could. Right in the hand. Right in both of them. <laughs> Brings up a third and ten as the Vikings, dressed in all white, red helmets, red, uh, red shoes. And uh, they are on the 44-yard line. They're moving from right to left on your radio dial. Well, again, you send a lot of New Jerseys in, a lot of kids who hadn't played, getting an opportunity to play As uh, the, for Warren Central. Right. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, Matt hat's off. He's not calling off the dogs. He's giving everybody a chance to play. Yes, indeed. As that third down play was broken up that time as the Vikings were trying to set up a quick screen that time. Brings up a fourth down for the Vikings as they will be punting now. Here is Sean Dixon back to punt for the Vikings. Nobody back deep for the Mustangs. And he will put foot the ball, and that one will fly. It'll bounce at about the 18. Can they down it inside the five? They do. And they will spot the ball right at the six-yard line where Murrah will again be backed up deep in their own territory. It looked like Murrah had 11 guys on the line of scrimmage, so you figured that they were playing for the block because they only rushed five guys. Yeah. Sets up a tough, tough offensive series as Murrah. They've had trouble really moving the ball tonight. Warren Central's defense has been a, a, a big reason why, but they've really hurt themselves with a lot of penalties tonight, Coach. I was about to bring that to your attention, that there's a reason they've had trouble moving the ball tonight. <laughs> right. We're in white jerseys. Yes, indeed. Warren Central's defense is everything as advertised as Jaden Blackman is the quarterback here for the Mustangs. Trips right. He'll hand off that time. It looks like that's Jordan Cornelius, and he'll fight, fight, fight hard to get a good four or five-yard rush that time for the Mustangs. I tell you, Cornelius is impressive as a tough runner. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he comes to play every time you give him the ball. And it's good to see the Mustangs. They still have a little fight in them there. That, that nice run that time of Jordan Cornelius. Okay, there are no uh, moral victories in athletics, yep. but you can do things to build on as an athlete. Quick screen that time as it goes off the hands of Octavius Olawaki. It brings up a third and five now for the Mustangs as Blackman was trying to get it out to Olawaki out in the flat, and it went right off his fingertips. Yeah, they, they need to 
it's a positive yard that's nothing more than to give the kicker some breathing room and some relaxation from his nerves. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a nervous night as the Mustangs go trips right. Blackman is in at quarterback. Blackman. Handoff looks like that is Cornelius, and he's met by a host of Vikings. Brings up a fourth down. I tell you, I mean, Cornelius, I would continue to run him. I would find something that worked, and we would we would ride him. Yes. We would find out in this game how much we can depend on him the next four games. Well, I tell you what, he is getting the lion's share of work tonight. But the Warren Central defense, that their defensive line has really, just really done a great job at snuffing out any, any any type of running game that the Mustangs hope to have tonight. And there's a snap, almost went over the punter's head. There's the kick, is shanked off the side of his foot. It will be down in at the 19-yard line. Will officially say the 20 in Mara territory. A seven-yard punt for the Mustangs. Okay, Murrah's uh, special teams hadn't did them a lot of favor tonight. We've had several kicks that were between 15 and 17 yards. We've had two shanks. Yeah. And that one went seven yards. It didn't even get past the 20-yard line. And again, you're giving Warren Central, which is a good offensive football team, a short field to work with. Well, Coach, when you're down 39 nothing, Carol, what, what's the teaching a moment here for Coach Grady here for the Mustangs. Well, you, you go back and you look at kids that you've seen as given 100% effort every day in practice, and you give it to them and put them out there and give them a chance to play. This is where you find out what your team is made out of and who really wants to, to fight it from the beginning to the end. As that was a nice defensive stop that time by the Mustangs, as that was number 26, Sammy Sales, on the carry for the Vikings. Mar still showing a lot of fight. Defensive line really uh, penetrated that time on the Viking offensive line. Well, they need some rest. Yeah, yeah. They need some rest. As the Vikings, it'll be second and ten. Ball will be spotted at about the 20. Barnum drops it, picks it up, tries to fire it downfield. Incomplete pass brings up a third and ten here for the Vikings. I tell you, it was a, it was a bad – it was a low snap, mm-hmm. not a bad snap. It was low. Uh, he bobbled, picked it up through the timing of the playoff, and he had to unload it to stay, keep from being sacked. Nice play that time by the Murrah defense as they were able to put a little pressure back there on him on the bobble snap. Okay, there are a lot of clean jerseys out there in white, which would lead you to think that they hadn't been in the game before. Yeah, that's a great point. They uh, Warren Central playing a lot of their reserves now as Barnum throws, finds a man at the 10. He will take it inside the five, first down. That was a 23-yard pass and catch for Warren Central. Ball is spotted at the the three-yard line. Okay, the the, the kid does not, the quarterback, does not have the foot speed or the elusiveness of Wilson, but he does deliver a good pass when given time. That was a nice pass and catch that time. Fred Barnum, your quarterback for the Vikings. Barnum, handoff. Number two that time for Warren Central. He'll scoot in for a three-yard touchdown. That was Lamar Gray, Jr., just a sophomore. He can say he got his name in the record books tonight with a touchdown. I tell you, he's going to be a happy young man regardless of what the score is because that was a good move. Yes, it was. Uh, the initial hole was fogged up. He made 
fake in, turned it on, round the corner into the end zone. And with 19 seconds left here in the third quarter, Warren Central adds six more points, 45 nothing. Now for the point after touchdown, snap is back, hold is good, kick is up, and the kick is good. With 19 seconds here in the third quarter, Warren Central big tonight over Mara, 46 to nothing. And, Coach, getting back to tomorrow's game, huge. Jackson State and Southern, when these two teams get together, it, it is fireworks not only on the football hill, but also uh, uh, in the stands with the bands. Uh, you, of course, play the Jackson State. Uh, tell us kind of a little bit about the rivalry between Southern. It, it, you know, there's something about those Louisiana teams. That just, I mean, Louisiana and Mississippi have always had that competitive spirit against each other. I mean, I can remember my senior year we were playing Southern, and we were really good, and we were only able to beat them 48 to, to 30. Wow. But that's good fast. Touchdown. <laughs> another story for another time. Southern is one of the top two or three teams in our league. Yeah. They are a, a balanced, complete team. They run well, they throw well, and they play decent defense. Yes. Uh, it's going to be tough for the Tigers to defeat them, but we are playing at home. Yes. We're probably going to have 40,000 people there. And there's a pooch kick that time by the Vikings, and Murrow will fair catch it at the tw- uh, 27-yard line. But getting back to talking about Jackson State and Southern, uh, tremendous rivalry, Jag Nation with the RVs in town already. Uh, a lot of people are looking forward to this game tomorrow, Coach. Well, it should be a good ball game. Uh, Jackson State should feel good about uh, not losing to the two weakest teams in, in our conference back-to-back. A win's a win. It looks good on W's and L, but they're going to have to come up with a little bit better effort than they showed last week when they played Mississippi Valley. Yes, indeed, as they were able to escape the Delta Devils with a, a two-point victory last week as Murrah goes on the attack here. Uh, and that will bring the third quarter to a close. And that was a nice run that time by Jordan Cornelius. And as we move to the fourth quarter, raise those four fingers. It is Warren Central on top of Murrah, forty-six to nothing. You see that guy leaving the, in the stands? Yeah. He's short as some fingers. Just that raise four. He only has he have has one. <laughs> <laughs> Needed three more there. <laughs> yes, indeed. As we move to the fourth quarter of action, Charles Bishop here with Coach Eddie Payton here. On the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics serving the community through faith and athletics. Of course, tonight you're listening to us on the Central 2 channel on www.opnradio.com, and we invite you to become a listening partner with the Open Mic Broadcast Network and help our membership drive campaign, which is currently running through October 15th, which is tomorrow. Your annual donation of $72 helps us provide game coverage for this broadcast and the many others we provide exclusively on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Go online and make your donation today at www.obnradio.com. As we get ready here, moving to the fourth quarter of action, and that one is snapped over the quarterback's head, has trouble bringing it in. Warren Central scoop and score, touchdown Vikings. Touchdown Vikings, as that was number 13 who was able to retrieve the fumble for the Vikings. That was Jalen Allen. He gets on the board. He has a fumble recovery for a touchdown and an interception tonight. 
tell you, as the quarterback gets a little older, you'll realize that when it's bouncing around that deep in your own territory, you fall on it yes. and secure the ball. He tried to pick it up, kicked it with his feet. Uh, the defender from Warren Temple Scoop, there was nobody left. And as we get the fourth quarter underway here, Warren Central with a quick touchdown makes the score 52 to nothing as we wait to get some more players on the field here for this point after touchdown. As Lamar only had eight players on the field, they're rushing to get some guys out there. And they are still trying to get some players out there. And we need one more. There's there's our 11 man. Okay. As we as Warren Central gets ready for the point after touchdown, it has been all Vikings tonight. Warren Central proving why they're one of the top teams in 6A in Mississippi. And the kick is up, and the kick is good. Well, with 10.44 left here in the fourth quarter, Warren Central big tonight over the Mustangs, 53 to nothing. Let's talk a little bit about Jackson State again, Coach. This is an important stretch of games for the Tigers. They have Southern. Uh, they go to Texas Southern. And then homecoming where the Prairie View Panthers come into town. Uh, how big a stretch is this for the Tigers? I tell you, if they can maintain health and continue to improve, they can make every one of those games competitive. Uh, hopefully it went a few. Again, I'm just going by what I saw last week against Mississippi Valley. Sure. If the kid from Valley's 20-yard field goal in the fourth quarter doesn't hit the upright, right. we're, talking, we're talking a different story. Exactly, exactly. Uh, hopefully the Tigers learn from that. Uh, they're moving up in class, in class and more athletes, and they're going to have to bring a better effort than they had last week. Looking around the swag tomorrow, Texas Southern visits Alcorn tomorrow. That should be a pretty good contest. As Texas Southern, they they look to be one of, uh, a surprise team in the swag West. They're one of the top three or four teams in our league, and you know they continue to improve. Yes. They when they went under that Texas A&M umbrella, mm. all kinds of good things started happening in athletics. Yes, indeed. And we've always said that in, in the conference, you can basically buy a championship if you got enough money for your program. Yes, indeed. As Texas Southern has been one of the surprise teams in the SWAC West. Of course, when you're talking about the SWAC elites, it's been uh, Grambling, Southern, and Prairie View has moved into that. But look, the SWAC East, it's still kind of wide open, Coach. Well, that, that's you, you're putting it lightly and you're giving far too much credit. Uh, when you look at the two leagues and you look at their overall record, mm-hmm. I mean, we have almost nobody on our side in the West yeah. that has a winning record. Right. I, mean, I understand we play a lot of guarantee games on the road to, to fund our program, but we just it's a weak side. Yeah, uh, thus far in the season, the SWAC East only has one win versus the SWAC West, and that was Jackson State's win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. As we get back to live action, Amaro with a swing pass uh, from a one-yard uh, one yard loss, I should say, brings up a second in 11, 10, 53 and counting here for the Mustangs. They're down big tonight to the Vikings, 53 to nothing, as your quarterback is Jaden Blackman. Blackman will hand off to... Uh, that looked that looked like that was Canis. That might have been uh, looks like a number that we don't have on here. That was 
uh, running back at that time, Trevon Rogers, on the carry for the Mustangs. Nice pickup that time for the Mustangs with a little bit of running room. Again, I know, coaches, I've been in that situation not a lot, but what you're looking for is the effort. Yes. The second effort, the extra effort by the players who are out there. Not, guys not giving up. Right. Trying to make it happen. That's, that's what you can take from this game. Yes, indeed. As Jaden Blackman that time on the quarterback keeper, and he is swarmed by a host of Vikings on a, a third down keeper. Nets nothing gets him back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth and punting for the Mustangs here in the fourth quarter as the clock goes under ten minutes. Sean Terrence Walton will be back deep for the Vikings. He will be back there with number four Walt Hobson. And let's see, can the Mustangs get a good snap here? It'll bounce back to the punter. He'll get it off, off the end of the toe. And it, did it hit a Mar player? It might have hit a Warren Central player as number 13 for Warren Central. That was uh, Jalen Allen smartly uh, getting on top of the ball for the Vikings. Well, that could have been disastrous, too. I yeah. mean, it could have, also could have been the break that Murrow been looking for. You pick up a fumble, mm-hmm. put your offense back out, get your defense off the field, but it's it not to be. Yeah, it's a it's a tough night for the Mustangs. You see them moving uh, pretty slow over there on their sidelines, not a lot of bounce, not a lot of lift. And that's kind of hard. You're, you're down 53 to nothing. And, uh, to a great team. Yeah, to a great team, to a great team, exactly. Coach Zach Grady trying to keep his troops energized over there. A lot of teaching moments, Coach. Yeah. A lot of good teaching moments. And, uh, with young people, you want them to learn. Swing pass that time. Nice pickup by the Vikings. That was a 14-yard pickup, as that was D.J. Lewis with the swing pass from Fred Barnum. First down, Warren Central. They move into Murrah territory, spot the ball on the 39-yard line of Murrah. Barnum, he will hand off. A little bit of running room up the middle that time as that is number 20 for the Vikings, Joshua Brandon with a nine-yard pickup there for the Vikings. Second and one, spot the ball. on. Yes, indeed. That was the first day. I'll say first down. So spot the ball on the Murrah 23-yard line. Vikings on the move again, up 53 to nothing. 8-10 left here in the fourth quarter of play, and they're still moving at tempo. Well, they've still got that offensive line in now. This will probably be the last series we see that, that unit together. As number 24, Kevious McDaniel checks in. Swing pass out to number three again. He picks up room, gets inside the 20. He'll be pushed out at about the 12. That was an eight-yard pickup that time by Warren Central. D.J. Lewis again with a nice pitch and catch from Fred Barnum. Well, they're, they're still running the offensive up-tempo, and we may be – using a running clock, mm-hmm. but it does not seem to stop them from doing what they do. Yes, indeed. As Warren Central has looked uh, very impressive tonight, very impressive. They still look impressive here in the fourth quarter with a reserve quarterback. Handoff that time, as that was Kevious McDaniel on the carry, he will pick up maybe one as it brings up a third down as the Mustangs still showing effort with a nice tackle, gang tackle, I should say, on McDaniel. They brought the house on that play. They, they brought 11 people up to the line of scrimmage, and everybody rushed. And there were more people there than Warren Central could block. Penetration and tackle for no gain. 
Great job that time by the Murrah defense as they're still showing life on the defensive side of the ball. Warren Central goes on the tag third and one from the 15-yard line handoff. That's D.J. Lewis, and he'll pick up the first down for Warren Central. Gets inside the 15. Warren Central on the move. Yeah, number 78 made a great kickout block. He pulled from his uh, tackle position and led the play through, and it appears from up here that he may be six feet and three loaves of bread and a half. <laughs> yes, indeed. Number 78 for the Vikings is Big George Owens, and he is a load. He is a load, and he moves really well for a guy that size. Yes, yes, indeed. Vikings spot the ball at the... 11-yard line of Murr. Handoff again. That's number three, and he'll break a few tackles, makes a move at the goal line, and he will be stopped just short of the goal line. He'll be stopped at about the one. That was D.J. Lewis for the Vikings. I tell you, that was a great individual effort. Yes. If he could have gotten his, maintained his footing without stumbling, he'd have walked in the end zone. And we'll see if they... Decide to reward D.J. Lewis. No, he'll be checking out of the game <laughs> as he takes a right to the brink, but he will check out. Looks like he might have a little equipment issue, and he will head over to the trainer. Don't you just hate that? Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to get get his touchdown there, but to no avail as Warren Central ball is spotted on the one. Quarterback keeper, that's Barnum, and he will push his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Vikings. Amazing that he, he pushed five yards deep into the end zone for the score. He had three of his offensive linemen still in front of him pushing people back. Wow. That was – I tell you what, that, that Warren Central offensive line, they've done a tremendous job tonight. They've probably rushed for way over uh, 300 yards, I would say. Easily. Yes, yes, Easily. indeed. And it's, it hadn't been all flash. It was a little flash the first half with shorter. But it's just been consistency this second half. Yes, it has been a power running game by the Vikings. Point after touchdown, kick is up, kick is good. And with 5-10 left here in the fourth quarter of play, Warren Central big tonight over the Mustangs, 60 to nothing. And while we have this break in the action, we'd like to thank tonight's sponsors from right here in Jackson, Mississippi, the Trophy Shop. Trophy Shop is located at 2460 Cherry Rose Suite, 2200. They are in Jackson at 39204. Jesse Bishop is a proud sponsor of Bishop Properties, of tonight's matchup between Warren Central and the Murrah Mustangs. We'd like to thank Lone Star College Tomble. They offer higher education opportunities for everyone. Transfer classes will save you money as you work towards your bachelor's degree. Or we offer workforce training in a variety of exciting fields. Check out your options at lonestar.edu tomble at LSC Tomble. It's about you. As Warren Central gets ready to kick off here, and that will be number 20, Mr. Blackman, and he will be Brought down rudely at the 18-yard line. That was about an eight-yard uh, kickoff return for Murrow. Jaden Blackman, who he's done a lot of duty tonight. He's had to be the quarterback here in the second half of play. Well, he ran their their version of the Wildcat. Yes. Yes, indeed. So. You know, when you get beat six to, to nothing, it's more of a polecat than a Wildcat. <laughs> 
I can always count on you for one liners, Coach. <laughs> Jaden Blackwood is a quarterback for the Mustangs. It's been a tough go tonight for you, Murrah Mustangs. 60 to nothing here with 324-25, I should say, left here in the fourth quarter of action. Warren Central will move to 7-1 and one on the season. As there is a stoppage in play, there's a timeout on the field. And while we have this timeout, we'd again like to thank the Trophy Shop at 2460 Terry Road, Suite 2200, Jackson, Mississippi, 39204. We'd also like to thank Larry's Automotive at 30540-FM-1488, Waller, Texas, 77484. Larry's Automotive is a full-service auto shop with fast service and reasonable prices, 24-hour towing. Call 936-931-5566. We'd also like to thank Attorney Lee Van Richardson at 1047 Austin Street, Hempstead, Texas. He can be contacted at 979-826-8006. We'd also like to thank District Attorney Elton R. Mathis for his support of tonight's broadcast of Warren Central and Merle. We'd also like to thank Temple of Refuge Ministries. They are located at 45372 Old Highway 290, Prairie View, Texas. You can listen to them at www. As we get ready to move back to live action, the Mustangs here with the Wildcat offense and flags fly, as there will be a false start there by the Mustangs. I tell you, you you hate to see such a one-sided football game, but you always want to have your discipline in your players. They call timeout because they didn't have an offense to tackle. They only had ten people on the field. Had to call a timeout. Mm. So again, it's it's a learning experience, and hopefully, Mora will learn. As that was a quick screen that time from Mr. Blackman out to number 13, number Evans, and that was a four-yard loss that time by Murrah. Brings up second and quite a bit here as the ball is spotted on the 10-yard line. Clock moves under 330 now, 324 and counting here in the fourth quarter play as Warren Central is up 60 to nothing here on the Murrah Mustangs. You know, the great thing about this this game is we're right across the street from the state fair, and we can go get some turkey later. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and that's George Cornelius with a nice run that time for the Mustangs. Flags fly at the end. Looks like we might have a face mask. And that will give the Mustangs what looks like to be a first down. We haven't said that a lot tonight. That's their second, second first half. Second one of the half. Is that will move the ball dangerously close to midfield, brings the ball to the 45-yard line as the Mustangs look to try to get across midfield for the first time tonight. I tell you, Cornelius is not a, a quitter. Yes. He comes, he brings it every time they call his number, and, you know, if I had to give a most valuable player on Murrow's side, it would be the Cornelius. Yes, indeed. George Cornelius has definitely showed a tremendous effort in running the football tonight as Jaden Blackman is your quarterback for the Mustangs in a wildcat look. They have two split out right, two split left. In the backfield with Blackman is Jordan Cornelius. Blackman drops back, looks left, throws right, has a man, 
And nice pitch and catch that time as that was number 13 for the Mustangs, Quante Evans. First down, Mustangs, and they go across midfield for the first time tonight. First time tonight. And, again, they took something short. Yes. Underneath, and that's what they were giving them. And, if you know, again, you got a minute and 57 seconds to go in the game. You're getting some positive. You're getting the end zone. It would be really positive. Blackman throws deep again, looking for a man, and it was almost picked off that time by number 13 for the Vikings. That was Jalen Allen. That would have been his second pick of the night. Well, that was, as they say in the profession, that was a lollipop. Yes, yes, it was. That will stop the clock with 144 left here in the fourth quarter. Warren Central Vikings. It'll be a smooth bus ride back to Vicksburg tonight. They're up 60 to nothing over the Mar Mustang. Well, it's going to be some, some liberty and some jollity on the bus. <laughs> it's always fun on the ride back when you get a lopsided win. As Mark goes on attack here, quarterback keeper by Blackman. Blackman finds room up the middle. He'll go across the 30. He'll get inside a 30. First down, Murrah. Well, again, they got several players who hadn't thrown in the towel. And secondly, those are real clean white shirts on the other side. Mm-hmm. Jaden Blackman, nice run that time by Blackman, who picks up a first down for the Mustangs, 113 and counting here in the fourth quarter. We'll see if the Mustangs can get a score here before the end of the game. Pass, finds Olawaki, Olawaki with a nice run that time. That'll be another first down, 10-yard pickup, Blackman to Olawaki. Well, it was a good pass pattern. I don't know where Blackman's been all night, but he's he's delivered a couple of really good throws. Yes, indeed. Clock starts again. We're under a minute of, of play here in this game, as that was Jaden Blackman to Octavius Olawaki. Blackman. Yes, indeed. Drops back. Looks. Pulls it down. He'll take it across the 15, 10, 5. He'll score for the Mustangs, and Mara gets on the scoreboard tonight. I don't see any flags. That will be a touchdown. Yes, indeed. So the Mustangs show a little life here at the end as they get on the board with 37 seconds left here in the game. Mara, with their first touchdown here of the night, scores 60 to 6. You think they're going to go for two? Uh, I think they should. <laughs> it, won't hurt. it won't hurt at all. And it looks like they will indeed. Zach Grady sends in the play as the Mustangs will go for two here. 37 seconds left. Warren Central up big, but Murrow showing a little fight. Blackman out of the shotgun. He'll keep it. He'll try to get around the right end. Turns it up, and he will be stopped just short of the goal line. Well, again, Coach will be extremely happy at that last draft. They executed, they made some plays, they overcame some adversity, and they were able to score. That's what you build on. Yes. That's what you build on. You don't look at any of the field except that last draft. Yes, indeed. This is what we got to do. And the Mara Mustangs get on the board with 37 seconds left to go in this game. Warren Central up 60-6. to six. But like you said, Mara with that last drive, they, they are, maybe should be able to take this into the next four games. Of course, they go up to Starkville next week. Uh, 
We will be broadcasting the Murrah versus Callaway game, and then they finish the season versus Northwest Rankin. What are, I I, I guess, what are some of the positives, at least, Coach Grady can take from this game, Coach? Well, the offense didn't give up, and they executed the last series. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing more than uh, the running of the running back, the catching of the receivers, and execution of the quarterback means that we can build on this. We may have gotten beat 60-6 to six or whatever, but we didn't give up and we executed the game. We executed our game plan one time, which lets you know that we can. And there's a script pick that will be picked up that time by Warren Central that was Kedius McDaniel, who falls on the ball at the 45-yard line. So with 35 seconds left here, we will look to the Vikings to take a knee and move on to next week where Warren Central, they will take on, they will host Clinton next week. That should be a pretty good one. Oh, that is going to be. Now, at halftime, the score of Warren with Clinton, Northwest Rank was 21-21. Oh. So I don't know how it's oh. 21 at half. Northwest Rankin. Mm-hmm. Ah, that sounds pretty good. And, well, I thought Warren Central was going to take a knee, but it looks like they'll get in another play here. I hope not. As it looks like a another quarterback in the game. This handoff goes to number 30, and he'll pick up a first down. Nice run that time by number 30. That was Desmond Thomas. That was unnecessary. That was, yeah, I was surprising. But they still go at tempo here. 18 seconds left as the clock stops on the first down. In the in for the Vikings, their quarterback is number 10, Wesley Ricks now. Yep. Well, I, again, if they had taken a knee, the clock would have run out. Like right. Have run out anyway. Yeah, I don't think Coach Grady is too happy about that, but it looks like they will run the clock on out here. And that will be the ball game here from Newell Field as Warren Central big tonight over the Murrah Mustangs, 60-6. to Coach, Warren Central, Clinton next week. That should be a pretty good one. That will be a great game. I plan on being there to see it regardless of where they play. Yes, indeed. That is uh, one of those 6A matchups that uh, you circle on the calendar, especially when you take a look at the guys' records going into that game. Well, it's one of those games that's going to be everything's going to be left on the field. He leaves the small kids and the squeamish at home because they don't need to see what's going to be happening. <laughs> yes, indeed. And, Ma, they will travel up to Starkville to take on the Yellow Jackets. Uh, that'll be a tough one for Ma, for Ma next week. It will be, uh, what did it get, be 54 to nothing last week? Yeah. So, I mean, and Starkville is as good as anybody they play. Well, yes, indeed. At home. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Coach, it's been another great one. I have learned so much. I mean, I have all types of notes here that I hope to use in my career when I get to NBC or ESPN next week. I'm going to let everybody know that I owe all of my success to being in your presence. Thank you, Coach. From Newell Field, I'm Charles Bishop with Coach Eddie Payton here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics, your final score. Warren Central big tonight over the Murrah Mustangs, 60-6. to six. Until next week, I'm Charles Bishop. Thank you for listening to us on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, your voice of student athletics. We'll see you later.